I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Wednesday. It's a hump day, baby. The week is flying by, and here's what we have on tap for tonight. We have a big email roundup. Are we going to have a railroad strike? Uh oh. We have somebody trying to shoot up a college in New York. I'll explain why that actually matters. Voters getting what they voted for and why that's delicious. The sky is green. There's all kinds of sky is green content out there. The useless Republican Party. We're going to have fun. Great more, more great news out of Disney, which is just nose diving and CNN. <laughs> all that and so much more coming up tonight on the world famous and handsome Jesse Kelly show. Before we get into all of this, I'm going to play something for you. It's something, it's a cut we pulled from the documentary I would recommend you watch called Died Suddenly. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. I believe it's on Rumble. Is it free, boys? Is it free on Okay, it's free on Rumble. So go to rumble.com if you want to watch it. I would recommend you do watch it. It's called Died Suddenly. And there's a ton of stuff in there about the clots and everything. There's a ton of stuff in there. But there's also this little clip from 2015 
of Tom Hanks. Now, before I play you the clip, I just want to say, I call them anti-humans for a reason. Communism is an anti-human religion. At its core, virtually every problem that they, quote, problem that they see, that they find on earth, can be solved if we would just get rid of some people. Either we got to get rid of the rich people or we got to get rid of the uh, filthy Christians or, or in, in Cambodia, we got to get rid of the educated people. We got to get rid of this and get rid of that. Climate change people to these days, this is what Hanks is talking about now. They're very, very fond of using words that aren't near as evil sounding as the actual policy is. You know what? One, one word the climate change nutters have loved forever they love overpopulation. Sounds so benign, doesn't it? I mean, what's the big... Wait, we got too many people. We're overpopulated. There's too many people. But what does that actually mean? Well, it means they think a lot of people should die. If you've ever, ever encountered somebody, friend, relative, online, TV, anywhere, if you've ever encountered somebody who said, we've got too many people. The world has too many people. We're too overpopulated. You should understand that that person, whether they realize it or not, is a mass murderer. If we are on a lifeboat in the ocean, and I say to you, I'm in charge. I'm the captain of the lifeboat. Our, our big cruise ship went down, and I've taken charge of our lifeboat. And we got 50 people on that lifeboat. And as the captain, I'm the one making all the decisions. And I stand up in front of that boat, and I say, hey, we got a huge problem. We have too many people on the boat, and we're all going to die if that problem continues. The boat is overpopulated. Well, if you're on that lifeboat with me, you better start to worry quickly because that means someone's about to go overboard. I want you to pay attention. Relatively benign. You won't hear this anywhere else today. Listen, and listen closely. You know, when I graduated, when I was at junior college, Chabot Junior College, we finished a, a history uh, course, and the professor wrote up, you need to learn this word. He wrote up the word triage, which represented, I was told, the concept that eventually the world will have too many people in it mm. in order to subsist on its own. And that stuck with me for a long time, and that's what Inferno is about. A, the, the quantum physics of overpopulation, in, a, in an instant, they could be too many people on the planet Earth, and actually the math does add up. Just gave us a 20-second definition of Malthusian theory, which there is amazing. Go. Well, that's, that's what I'm built for. Hey, just in an instant, the world could end. We've got too many people. We're overpopulated. And it's odd. It's so odd how often you hear things like this over and over and over again, almost to the point where I bet you're desensitized to realize these people are genocidal maniacs. Remember when Bill Gates said this? It's an average about five tons for everyone on the planet. And somehow we have to make changes that will bring that down to zero. It's been constantly going up. It's only various economic changes that have even flattened it at all. So we have to go from rapidly rising to falling and falling all the way to zero. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these. Hmm. 
That's weird. We have to get the number to zero. The CO2, we have to get it to zero, which is, man, that's kind of scary when you sit and think about CO2 is what you're breathing out right now, human being. As you sit there and listen to the world-famous Jesse Kelly show, you're breathing out CO2. So we got what? Hey, we got way too, we're overpopulated. We got to get the numbers to zero. Now, if this was only a billionaire named Bill Gates or an actor named Tom Hanks, that wouldn't be the end of the world. There's always a couple wingnuts out there wanting to kill a whole bunch of people for one reason or another. That's not nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. The problem is when you sit back and actually marinate on this, the problem is that the idea that the air you're breathing out is somehow poisoning the earth and going to end the earth, and we have to stop you from doing that, that idea has been ingrained not just across every leadership institution in the United States of America. That thought has been ingrained across Western civilization. All the leaders of Western civilization have decided there's just too much of you, and that's going to be a problem. You see... You see, human being, we're on a lifeboat, and there's too many people on the lifeboat. The, the lifeboat is overpopulated, and we've just, we've got to, they'll, they'll use, you know, Bill Gates just used it. We've got to what? We've got to get those numbers down. Hey, we've got too many people on the lifeboat. We've got to get the numbers down. But the thing is, no one wants to put an actual word to it. That means you're going to have to eventually grab somebody by force and throw them into the ocean and watch them drown. Probably several somebodies. After all, the lifeboat will sink otherwise, right? So I've got a message to anyone and everyone. Everyone who's ever used the word overpopulate. If you consider the fact that the earth is overpopulated, if you consider that a fact, and you think to yourself, we have to reduce the number of people on earth. Well, why are you still here then? I'm sorry if that's uncomfortable. I, you're out there presenting yourself as some kind of savior of, of humanity. And you very clearly believe that many, 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 many people need to die in order to save humanity. Aren't you one of those people? Oh, does that make you uncomfortable? When I discuss your death, it makes you uncomfortable. Huh. But you can sit there without a moment of hesitation. And you can discuss the deaths of not even millions. We are talking, when you look at the numbers these climate change demon mob guys talk about, we are talking the genocide of billions with a B. When you try to get to their number where they say the earth can sustain it, billions need to die. So if you are one of those people and you believe billions need to die, why are you sticking around? I thought, I thought this was about saving humanity. Oh, did, did that get too in your face? Did, did I get too uncomfortable? Well, do, do I sound like a bad person? Well, what do you think you sound like when you stand up there over and over and over again and talk about the horrors of 
overpopulation. You know, when I graduated, when I was at junior college, Chabot Junior College, we finished a, a history uh, course, and the professor wrote up, you need to learn this word. He wrote up the word triage, which represented, I was told, the concept that eventually the world will have too many people in it mm. in order to subsist on its own. And that stuck with me for a long time, and that's what Inferno is about, a, a, the quantum physics of overpopulation in, a, in an instant they could be too many people on the planet Earth, and actually the math does add up. Just give us a 20-second definition of mouth. The math does add up. Okay, Tom. Tom Hanks has done the math, and if we don't get rid of some people, everyone's going to die. Hey, Tom. Check out anytime you like, sir. All right, we're going to talk about this shooting at a college. We're going to talk about people getting what they voted for, and the sky is green. Hang on. He doesn't care if you believe him. But he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And before we get into this shooting up of a college and people getting what they voted for and COVID vaccines and email roundups and everything else, I do think we should pause for a brief moment and read off a few names. These are the Republicans in the United States Senate who voted to have your church attacked, to have your synagogue attacked, to have your, well, mosque attacked. You see, if whatever, if you per, if you if you prescribe to a religion, and your religion feels that marriage should be between a man and a woman, well, your religion is under assault in the United States of America. They've determined that you're a hateful bigot. And that your church should be burned to the ground and you should probably be arrested for what you believe. These Republicans in, in the United States Senate helped them do it. Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelley Moore Capito, Susan Collins, Joni Ernst. Way to go, Iowa, by the way. Iowa's such a great state. What are you doing? Cynthia Loomis, Lisa Murkowski. Thanks, Mitch McConnell. I'll pause here for a brief moment and mention Mitch McConnell spent millions of dollars against a hardcore conservative in Alaska to make sure Lisa Murkowski, who's basically a Democrat, continues to go back to the Senate. Rob Portman in Ohio, Dan Sullivan, Mitt Romney, geez, Utah, Tom Tillis, Todd Young. Mike Lee, great senator from the state of Utah, tried to add an amendment to this so churches and religious institutions of any kind could be protected. He said, hey, 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 this is scary. Let's add this amendment. Just want to make sure you're not coming after any of these institutions. Mike Lee's amendment was roundly rejected and it was passed. I wonder why that is. Just thought I should take a moment and point that out. I should also take a moment and point out Joe Biden out there today killing it. <laughs> Joe Biden speaking in front of a bunch of union guys. <laughs> he's, he's so... He's so dementia-addled that he routinely insults whoever he's trying to pay compliments to. Ten years ago, how many knew what the hell the supply chain was? No, I'm serious. <laughs> how many of you dumb union workers even know what a supply chain is, idiots? <laughs> All right. Speaking of union, guys, as I've grown older, you could say I've become a little harder more jaded, maybe, a little cynical, and that can be good and it can be bad. Remember, when you get jaded, you get jaded for a reason. People have burned you in one way or another, and your natural human response is to harden against that a bit to make sure you can't get burned the next time. 
So when I saw this out of the New York Times today, gosh, I got to tell you, I didn't feel bad. I got a big old smile on my face. Some rail workers seeking sick days say Biden betrayed them. Quote, I have shirts of me campaigning, blue-collar Biden shirts, he said. I knocked on doors for him for weeks and weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you vote for the dementia-addled communist who couldn't complete a sentence? And now that's not working out for you? Man, I got to tell you, I feel so bad for you. It's... Man, it sucks to get what you voted for, doesn't it? Over and over and over and over again. I bring this up all the time. I can't help it. I I can't get the smile off my face. I see New York City, 65, 70% voting Democrat in every single election. And then in the next breath, I see New Yorker after New Yorker after New Yorker complaining about the crime. Aw, I'm sorry. Did someone else get shot or stabbed in your neighborhood? Man, that sucks. Hey, I've got a great... I, look, I've got something for you. We talk about Christmas gifts all the time, especially now because it's Christmas season. Now, hold on. This is going to be special, okay? It's going to be really special. It's a good idea. If you're a rail worker and you campaign for Biden because you thought he was going to help the blue-collar guys and now you're mad about it, I have a gift idea for you. And if you're a New Yorker and you voted for Joe Biden... Kathy Hochul, Eric Adams, and you're mad about the drugs and the crime and everything else, I have a Christmas gift for you, okay? Go out and buy yourself something this year for Christmas. I want you to buy a mirror. I want you to go get a mirror. And every single time you head out and you're just going to go down and grab a quick bite for a little local pizza shop in New York and you have to... Walk by a homeless guy who's dropped his pants down to his ankles so he can poop on the sidewalk and you get mad. I want you to stop. Don't get that pizza. I want you to turn around and run right back home if you're mad about it. And I want you to go look in that mirror and say, it's your fault. It's your fault. If you're a rail rail worker who actually thought blue collar Joe was going to be on your side in any way, and now you now you have the sads because Joe doesn't give a crap about you, and you just found out. I've got like I've got something for you. Turn around, just knock off for the day at your railway job, and run home and look in that mirror you just bought yourself for Christmas, and I want you to say. It's your fault. I want you to say that over and over and over again to that mirror. It's your fault. It's your fault. I love Democrats getting what they voted for. I have come full circle. I think it's glorious. I'm sorry, blue-collar railway guy. Sorry that didn't work out. (laughs) Sorry about that. All right, you know what? I'm going to finish on that in a second because someone has something else about that railway strike they want to talk about. The House just passed a vote that says there's not going to be a railway strike and apparently did the workers pretty wrong. And, and, and I'll get to that in a moment. Now we do have to vote every single day with our money. Every single day we vote with our money and where you buy basic things counts as a vote. Now it does. Where do you buy your shrimp? In all seriousness, 
because I'll tell you where I've always bought my shrimp. I go down to the grocery store. And if we're if we wanted shrimp, you know, make shrimp scampi, shrimp something, just go over to the counter and buy some shrimp. Get yourself half pound of shrimp, get yourself a pound of shrimp. Yeah, I had no idea I was supporting Vietnam when I do that. If you get your shrimp from Biloxi Shrimp, it comes right out of the Mississippi Gulf, American shrimp boats. It's delivered to your front door. It's the freshest, highest quality shrimp I've ever eaten in my life. And you're actually putting your money back into America, American jobs. And looking at this housing market and where we're going, those are going to be hard to come by pretty quick here. Go to BiloxiShrimpCo.com. Promo code JESSE gets you 10% off the entire order. BiloxiShrimpCo.com. Promo code JESSE. Go now. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday, on a hope day. And one more thing on this railroad strike. This guy, this guy emails in, Jesse, Biden has demonized gas station and oil companies for maximizing profits, price gouging, and taking advantage of the situation. However, the impending railway strike is somehow not taking advantage of food, coal, supply line shortages in the winter. Strikes are always time to knife the public at large in the back to gain for themselves as much money and power as they can. They bankroll the Democratic Party, and they're working together to make sure more money gets to them. We all saw how the... And so on and so forth. Well, that's true. But remember, all employment, really, all employment is about leverage. It really is. Make yourself indispensable to your boss. Do you make your boss's life easier? That's step one. Remember, employee, no matter what you are, no matter what you're doing, stop stop listening to these idiots online. No, you shouldn't work any harder than your paycheck demands. No, you make your boss's life easier and make yourself indispensable to him, and he will never let you go. He will always take care of you. And if he doesn't, if he's an idiot or a jerk, the next guy will. Trust me on that. That's one. But two, once you've made yourself indispensable to him, uh... Use that for leverage. Are you indispensable for him? Then get more money for yourself. Get uh, Remember, it's not all about money either. There's more things than just money. Get better benefits for yourself. Get yourself a uh, company expense account if that's your thing. Get yourself this. Get yourself that. Leverage, leverage matters. Of course the railway guys waited until Christmas time when the economy's on the brink of a major recession to come out and say, sorry, we're striking. Of course they did. Uh, now, as much as I was giving them crap about campaigning for Biden and then threatening a strike, that's just basic business. That's just smart. <laughs> you always do that. You don't you don't negotiate when you have no leverage. Then they just tell you, uh, leave. I <laughs> don't care about that. I should bring this up before I get to this uh, shooting up of a college or threatening to shoot up a college. The new head of the Democratic Party it's Hakeem Jeffries. He will be the head of the Democratic Party for a very, very, very long time. This is Hakeem Jeffries from 2017. Welcome to your Democratic Party of today. And many of us are wondering, why were so many people who worship at the altar of white supremacy drawn to Donald Trump's campaign? What was it about this individual that so many folks dripping in hatred flocked to his candidacy? That's not to say that every American who voted for Donald Trump is a racist. We do know that every racist in America voted for Donald Trump. That's a problem. That's the Democratic Party of today. 
That is the day. You know what? You know, we'll, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Speaking of which, because I was just going off on the rail workers whining that uh, Joe Biden just did them wrong and they're, they're doing them wrong. I saw this. New York City student arrested for threatening to shoot up a city college. Well, shoot up city college. Sorry, not a city college. Shoot up city college and then is freed without bail. Freed without bail. You know, again, back to what we were just talking about. I'm going to move on from this because there's so many other stories. And I do want to get to a bunch of emails and stuff like that tonight. And we have sky is green stuff and it's going to be a fun time. You get what you voted for. You get what you voted for. Because I see that and I think to myself, okay, one, that's insane. Two, very clearly that human being has a high likelihood of hurting somebody, maybe several somebodies and hurting them bad. And so then I'm think, feeling bad, right? I don't want to see anyone get hurt. You don't want to see anyone get hurt. And then I think, about, I think about Bill de Blasio destroying New York City and then New Yorkers running to the polls to vote Democrat again. And I say, you know, I don't care. I don't care. Not my problem. Small business I work for, uh, it's a, uh, the subject of this one says ESG and other junk. The small business I work for just got acquired. Pre-acquisition, they were apolitical, never bothered, bothered with ESG, LGBT stuff. Just put your head down and work and go to home. We had an intro HR call today and both LGBT and ESG were mentioned. Do I stick around or start looking ASAP? You start looking ASAP. I, I've, I've brought this up before. This is the struggle we are going to have going forward. This is going to be our struggle. We're, we're going to have to figure out how to navigate it. You're going to have to figure out what matters to you and what doesn't matter to you. And I'm never going to lecture you or judge you for anything you decide. You've got to provide for yourself and your family the best way you see fit. So don't let anyone judge you for that. But this is going to be where we're going now. I have a relative of mine, very close relative of mine, and she is in the high up corporate world. She's a high up corporate world and constantly working for these major companies out there. The biggest company. If you looked at the, forget Fortune 500. If you weren't looked at the Fortune 10, she's worked for three of them, right? Just one of these people. And she is at this point in time banging her head against the wall because she cannot find a single one, not one, that is not doing all this endless insanity, the environmental social governance stuff with the endless, you know, you got to reduce your carbon footprint. Have we hired enough gay people today? Have we, she, it's, it's endless pride month at these companies. It's about enough to make her jump off a bridge. She cannot take it. She cannot take it anymore. And if you dig into this anymore, you will find out why let's discuss the why before we actually answer the question, because maybe you're going through this right now. You see, I understand the allure of these big companies. Big companies normally means big ba- big paychecks, better benefits. Got yourself maybe even a company credit card, you know, company car. It's, it's, it's more stuff generally to work for a big company. But since government has spent so many years sticking its fingers into the economy and controlling our economy in ways it should never be allowed to do, it, it, is, it has created a situation where big business and the government are now one. I mean, they're not even intertwined. I was going to call it intertwined. That's not even far enough. That's not close to being far enough. They are one now. They are a single entity, and everything they do aims for that. Therefore, when the government becomes a despicable bunch of filth like ours is now, then corporations simply will for survival. 
for basic survival. Corporations will. Why do you think so many major corporations went along with a vaccine mandate and some still are long after, long after we found out the, the quote, vaccine doesn't stop the spread? Remember, the only point of a vaccine mandate, and there's never a point, by the way, but the only point of one if you're going to do one is to stop the spread. Once the vaccine, once you find out the vaccine doesn't stop the spread, there's no point for that at all. And yet corporations still to this day have that in there. Why? Because they can't risk getting crosswise with the federal government. Our federal government has been completely taken over by evil communists. And now that whatever they want is going to be pushed by corporate America. Corporate America has become the enforcement arm of these people. That's honestly, that's why I talk so much, by the way, about putting your money where your morals are. That's why I talk so much about the struggle we're in and how long that struggle is going to be. How you and I, I know we have days when we get down. I have days when I get down and you're just exasperated. You and I have to learn to love the fight because we have so much of a struggle ahead of us. We'll never see final victory. Every day we have to fight and win more and more. Look, it's why I talk to you about your T levels. It really matters. It genuinely matters. I'm not just telling you that because I love the boys, the anti-communists at Chalk. I'm telling you that because you're going to have to be stronger tomorrow than you are today. And I am too. You're going to have to take better care of yourself. Fellas, your T-levels are free-falling. It's not your fault either. I'm not pointing any fingers that you're drinking estrogen now. That plastic water bottle right beside you, I got one by me. I'm holding it up if you're watching on the simulcast. There's estrogen in here. I have to do something about that, and I shouldn't be putting chemicals in my body. Natural herbal supplements. Natural. Less medicine. More natural. Right now, they have a male vitality stack at Chalk. 35% off. Well, actually, everything at Chalk, I should mention. They have way more than male vitality stacks and female vitality stacks. I'm in love with the lit powder. They have really cool new stuff coming out. But everything at Chalk is 35% off with a subscription right now. Man, go get some nutrients in your body that make you better. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Do you have any idea how much better you'll feel? Ladies, same thing for you. I get emails from ladies all the time. Jesse, thank you so much. Jesse, I have so much more energy. Remember that one lady wrote in? She said, Jesse, I hate you. I have so much energy. I can't take an afternoon nap anymore. CHOQ.com promo code Jesse. All right? Chalk.com promo code Jesse. 35% off subscriptions. Back to what I was talking about. Because huge corporate America is now intertwined, is now one with the federal government, you are going to have to make a choice in the future, and it's going to be a difficult choice. And we'll discuss that choice in just a second. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it! Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. And remember, I am going to be, I have to fly back to, I have to fly back east to go be on Tim Pool's show. I have to be on Tim, uh, Timcast on Friday. You'll have to catch me there Friday, but I won't be here Friday for Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So you have to email your questions in for Ask Dr. Jesse Thursday, which is tomorrow. You have to email them in now. Ask me anything. We'll take all three hours answer all of your questions. They don't have to be political. It could be stupid history. It could be personal. It can be about food. I don't care. We take three hours. We're going to have fun tomorrow. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Back to what this person is talking about in case you missed it, in case you're just now catching up. 
works for a small business. Small business just got bought out by a large corporation immediately. It's all ESG, LGBTQ, Air Force, all the stuff. Person's mad about it. What do I do? What do I do? I can't tell you what to do, but I can tell you this. The future of us is going to be making the choice between making more money at a big corporation that hates you and hates your values or making less money at a smaller company, mid, maybe small, that loves you and loves your values. And I'm not, look, that may sound like I'm telling you, oh, quit and go small business. I'm not telling you that at all. Maybe you've worked your butt off to get where you are. Maybe, maybe you've provided a great life for your family, for your children. Look, it means a lot. As someone who is... <laughs> As someone who has been down and out, it means a lot to be able to afford three meals a day for your family, man. That's not a small thing. Keep a roof over your family's head. Maybe you don't live in the biggest, nicest house or drive the nicest car, but you're out there making a living, whatever you do for a living. That means a lot. And so I'm never dismissive about your job. Hey, quit your job. Screw the man. I'm never, I'll never tell you that. But we are going to have to have hard choices in the future, and that is going to be one of them. It's going to be nearly impossible to find a huge company, nearly impossible to find a huge company that doesn't despise you and everything you stand for. I brought up my relative earlier. She is at wit's end. She's so sick of getting rainbow emails. She, she just she cannot take it anymore. And I, hear from, I get email after email after email of people who work in major corporate America. And apparently this is, by the way, apparently this is all over New York City. I get more New York City emails than I can possibly count of people who work for major finance company or major this or major that because there are so many headquarters in New York City. Jesse, I'm so sick of it. I can't take it. Jesse, I'm, I'm tired of driving from Long Island into this crappy company every day. Jesse, I can't take it. So I hear you. You're either going to have to learn to live with that, keep your head down and your mouth shut kind of a thing at work. Are you going to have to go? And I, I don't, I can't tell you what to do when it comes to your life. Man, I, I don't know. But I, I do know this. Money is far from being everything. Far from being everything. I have had so many soul-sucking jobs out there where I, I, I'm driving to work and man, I, I almost want I almost want to get into fender bender. Nothing bad. I don't want to get hurt, but I just I, just someone someone ram into the back of me going a real ten miles an hour. Now, don't even let the airbags deploy, but just just someone slam into me right now so I can have the day off of work. You ever had that feeling? I have. I have several times before. And now that I screw off for a living and I play fart sounds on the radio and both Premier, who, who they're the one, remember, they own this radio show. I don't. They've loaned it to me. They are so freaking wonderful to work with, and they never tell me. Wrap your mind around this. They never tell me what I can or can't say. Never once have I had a phone call or a text message. Jesse, ugh, don't say that again. And how many crazy things do I get to say on the air? Never once. And I do TV every night, 9 p.m. Eastern for the first TV. Same thing with them. I've got poor the first. I've gotten the first kicked off of YouTube, the entire channel, more, more, more times than I can count. I get the whole company kicked off of YouTube. They don't care. They think it's funny. I was uh, uh, speaking of Premier. I was hanging out with Julie. She's the big shot at Premier. She's just a freaking saint of a human being. Although, don't make her mad or she'll kill you. But it, I was hanging out with Julie a little while ago. And do you have any idea how many complaints 
that, that, that this show gets. I mean, you probably have some kind of an idea, but uh, I asked. And, it, 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 and they basically reinforced the fact, oh, gosh, yes, the communists hate me. They hate this show so much. And they just dump complaints in. You know that they laugh about it at corporate. They don't care. I think it's hilarious. So I get to do that now. I've gone from soul sucking to a job that, I mean, you can hear. I can't get the smile off my face when I do this job. Maybe, maybe that's worth less money. I'll just put that out there. I know you're making, you're making a hundred grand a year and the money's great. And this smaller company, Jesse, I'm making, I'm making 200 grand a year in New York city. And, and my wife's happy. My kids go to school here. And now I got a job offer in Florida. They're only offering me 70 grand. And I'm, maybe you'd be happier with a little smaller house in Florida. I'm not saying you will. I'm not, look, I'm not telling you that. A little worse of a car, a little smaller of a house, maybe an older house, but maybe, maybe that will be a better life. Maybe instead of making a soul draining drive from Long Island into Manhattan every single day, maybe you're going to take the wife and kids to a beach in Florida this weekend. Oh, the beach that's 10 minutes from your home. Maybe that. That's all. Look, I'm going to let it go now. I'm going to let it go now. We have all kinds of sky is green stuff we have to talk about here. We have uh, COVID postmortem. I love these COVID postmortems. We have we have all these things. I will bring this up, though, once again on the, on the shooting stuff and the violence. And the, I just saw something. I wish I could unsee it today. There was a guy giving out parking tickets in Philadelphia. Uh, video, there's video of it out there. Please don't look it up. You don't need that stuff in your head. I wish I hadn't seen it, but guy walks right up behind him and puts a bullet in the back of his head and kills him right then and there. It, it was, is there are a lot of seriously sick, violent people out there now. And as this economy goes, takes a nosedive as it is, that problem is going to get worse. Just make sure you're protecting yourself at all times. All right. One, a couple things. One, your cell phone. We're all guilty of this, myself included. I'm not I'm not being your father here. Please hear me. Put your cell phone away when you're out in public. Look, once you get sat down in your restaurant, pull it out and ignore your wife. If you, no, I'm kidding. But no, once you get sat down, pull it out. Once you get back home, pull it out. When you're walking down the sidewalk, keep that cell phone in your pocket. Keep your eyes open, all right? Two, carry something on you that will allow you to stop an evil person from hurting you very badly because there are lots of them and those numbers are increasing. Please protect yourself. Get a hero gun for the person you love and yourself. If you want something a little smaller, a little more aerodynamic, I know this works really well for ladies because it fits real easily in their purse. Or fellas, it fits easier in your pocket. You can carry this in your pocket. Try the hero arrow. It's not shaped like a hero gun, which is more like a gun. It's shaped more like a TV remote control. These are non-lethal. So you can be a non- I don't like guns. Fine, fine, fine. Don't consider it a gun. They're non-lethal. It will save your life. It'll stop a bad guy and save your life. Pepper balls or pepper gel. Get it. Go to Hero2020.com code Jesse. Make great Christmas gifts for the one you love. One, it's cool. Two, might save their life. Hero2020.com code Jesse gets you a special discount. State restrictions may apply. All right. Well, we talk a lot about the characteristics of the people who lead the world. And I just want to give a thank you to Maria Risa for reinforcing that today. You're going to love what this Nobel Prize winner had to say. Hang on. I'm 
Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.